You've got till 5pm tomorrow to get in the draw for this life-changing prize. John O'Ben and Sharon. It is the edge, John O'Ben and Sharon, Thursday afternoon. And uh, You're looking good in a denim jacket today, Ben. A denim jacket suits me. Doesn't he look good in a denim jacket on? Yeah, not you, John. Only one didn't get the memo. Yeah. This here in your Tupac t shirt, you bloody gangster. Yeah, mate. R.I.P. Tupac. Now, um, well, we've got to come clean. Or is he still alive? There was a rumour that Tupac was living in Huntley. I'd love to talk about this. <laughs> remember there was a rumour that Tupac was living Huntley. in Huntley? Yeah. It's the same one that. Huntley um, or Morrinsville or something. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to hide, Huntley or Morrinsville. <laughs> <laughs> great hiding places in the world. Okay, well, anyway, enough of my two-pack, <laughs> my two-pack propaganda. I was just leaving you to that. But uh, as you know, I know we're running a competition at the moment. In our uh, boardroom, we've set up a big bedroom and we have got uh, contestants in there at a competition called Chain Strangers. They are competing for side of stage, flight and accommodation and $1,000 to go to the chain smokers. Um, and they have to do challenges. We had someone eliminated this morning, but there is a challenge. Oh, they've done some horrible things. They have to shave eyebrows. Had to do heaps of other stuff, haven't they? There is a challenge that has divided this team and yeah. may have led to our first fight. I and know. We're going to have to bring you in on it next. We'll get to that. It's a, it's a controversial afternoon here at the radio station. It is The Edge, John O'Ben and Sharon. John O'Ben and Sharon. On The Edge. At the moment here at the radio station, uh, we're doing Chained Strangers. The six strangers yesterday were chained together for two days uh, and completing in challenges to win a 1000 bucks inside of stage uh, tickets to the Chainsmokers. Sweet prize. The sweet prize. Uh, but this morning, our first couple got eliminated. Yeah, poor Alex and Jeremy. They got faced with the challenge of uh, removing an eyebrow. And uh, it, it didn't go very well. It and really is. It's like uh, a stag do's going on downstairs, These isn't people it? don't have to do these challenges, and it's the, they're designed to make them not want to do it because we want to get down to the final one, right? Exactly. Mm. And but that's still. exactly what happened this morning because Alex didn't want to lose an eyebrow, and she got herself and her teammate eliminated. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else I'd be fine with? You are tapping out. That's totally, totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, though. Uh, there you go. It was an eye for an eyebrow. It was. Uh, so she uh, she's out of the competition. Her and Jeremy from Palmerston North out of the competition. But uh, that's that's how it works. And you know that's their prerogative to not do it. Her you know we're not going to bully anyone into shaving off eyebrows. No. It's, but we've, we've got two couples left. Yeah. There was a challenge going. Challenge we didn't know about was um, they haven't been able to talk. And uh, Jono and I both attempted to go in and talk to them and they were just not responding. We're like, oh, well, aren't they rude? <laughs> Have you been and down we there? Out, they weren't talking. Have you been down there a bit? No. Smells interesting. <laughs> it's a lot of it smells. smells interesting because you've just had people locked inside a room with no air going into it for what, what is 24 hours now. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Stinky. Smells of bodies. <laughs> a Sm- lot of bodies. Smells of bodies. But we're having, we're having a disagreement. We've been having a disagreement in the studio because the next challenge is about to take place in the next 20 minutes. But we've just been told what the challenge is. The yeah, cha- so the challenge is. You said, what do you do the challenge? The challenge is yeah. that they will spin a wheel and all four of the remaining contestants' names will be on the wheel. And when they spin the wheel, whoever it lands on has the challenge of shaving their head. Mm. If they shave their head, they stay in the competition. If they don't then that couple is elimita- eliminated on the spot. So this could land on a on a female. Now this is where Ben comes in. Well, I just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that comfortable with this. He doesn't want to shave off. But the thing the is, is that they here. have the choice. Like, I, I understand where you're coming from, because, like, as a woman, I would never, and I've been asked pretty much every year since I worked here to shave my head for a wacky gag. Oh, I'd never shave but my head. I would. <laughs> you <laughs> shaved my you head, actually, when, when I got rid of my long hair. But I, I don't think, like, if they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it. So if you shave your head, they're doing it because you want it. They're, they're, they're chained to someone, a stranger they don't know, but they feel obligated to play for them as well. This but is the would, hard thing. You wouldn't shave your head for another per, for a stranger. 
You'd do it because you wanted to win the prize. Would you eat a lion's anus? No. No? What? Good, okay, I'm just getting some parameters here. I probably would eat a lion's yeah. anus. Well, if I took it to the chain smokers, I do like the chain smokers. Yeah. I'd, eat, I'd eat one of those. Okay. But I don't know if I'd shave a lady's head. I'm with Ben. I don't want to do this. Why are you guys looking at making me the bad guy? I don't make up the competition. Shave the head, you pussy. <laughs> I'm just like, say, if it lands on the girl, you just say no and you just eliminate yourself. But it's what if easy. they say yes? They shave their head and they may look real hot, like Case you and Lynn, Jennifer Lawrence and Kate Hudson, who have all got, not Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Hudson and all those people that it's have shaved rage, their legs. Mate. It's all the rage, It is actually the, 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 latest, the latest fashion in Hollywood is to shave the, your head. The risk is you shave your head and you don't end up winning the prize. Yeah. So you've actually done it. You've just shaved it for literally nothing. So you walk out of here <laughs> with shaved eyebrows and no a shaved head. No chain smokers and no, no money in your back pocket. You basically walk out of here with no, bro- no eyebrows and no hair. It's a clone of me. You walk out of that room looking like me. And I don't wish that upon my worst enemy. Well, they enemy. wouldn't shave it as short as yours, which is like basically like a negative one. Um, but you'd probably be shaved down to like a two, like Halsey or something. Okay. I mean, I would. Do, I wouldn't have any qualms just saying well, no. I'm not doing it. Let's do a controversial one-vote system. Should we do it or should we not? Oh eight hundred the edge. Should we potentially shave a lady's hair downstairs? Oh eight hundred the edge is the phone number right now. You can't tell. I'm padding for time until we get a caller. Who's this? Richard. Was it Richard Toddy on the phone, Dan? Richard Toddy's just phoned through. What do you reckon, Richard? Are we going ahead with this? Yeah, I reckon you should do it for kicks and giggles. There we oh, go. I don't know. That's, the con- that's how the one-vote no, system works, Ben. And it I'm could, bored with that could, but you could having all this stress and it turns out to be a guy, and it'll be totally fine. All right, we'll oh. do it next. Is it yeah. going to be a lady? Is it going to be a guy? Oh, oh I'm on the edge of my oh, seat. I don't oh. want to do this. It is the edge. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Dan, our producer's with us. Uh, he's in the boardroom where uh, the chain strangers have been staying. You can watch this all streaming at theedge.co.nz. Dan, come on in. Hey, guys. Bit hey, of guys t- have just t- come down here and... Boy, oh boy, is it stanky. It stank. <laughs> yeah, it is stanky down there. Well, it's a very small room and you've had um, you six strangers you... hanging out with, with you know, for 24 hours. So what far. you don't yeah. take into consideration with the dungeon is the stinkiness of their dungeon. Yeah. 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 Good there ventilation is aircon in there. It's just not doing a very good yeah. job. But hey, Key to a good dungeon is ventilation. Yeah. Exactly. I've always said that. I've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dan, you are uh, representing on behalf of us because we're all pussies uh, for this challenge. And inform the challenge to the contestants right now what they have to do. Let them know. Okay, guys. Very shortly, some we're going to spin a wheel, cool, Don which has got all your names on it, okay? And whosoever name it lands on is going to have to shave their head. Hmm. Okay, get, get reaction. Not. You or don't not. have to do this. And what's, what's the initial thoughts from everybody, Dan? Talk us Everybody through. looks... White as snow. Everybody's hell no. Who hell said no. hell no? Who said hell no? Celine. Chuck Celine on the dog. Chuck and Celine on. Celine, I'm with you. I'm Hello. with you, girlfriend. I'm with you. <laughs> you I wouldn't be doing it. If it lands on you, Celine. That's right. You don't have to do this. If it lands on you, Celine, you're not doing it. You're out of the competition. Yeah. Okay, fair huh? enough. That's right. fair enough. That's fair enough. That's what I'd be doing. This is why I don't want to do this. I wouldn't say your hair was your best feature, Celine. I'd say your personality is, how mate. Do, how does that... <laughs> How what's inside that counts, isn't it? How Not do, what's outside. That's what I keep telling myself. How does Charles, your your stranger that you're chained to right now, how does he feel about if you pull the plug on this? Is he okay with that? Or is he a little bit like, oh, come on, Celine, you'd look hot-balled. 
I mean, this was something that we discussed earlier that this challenge could come up, and I think I respect your decision if it does decide. Good answer. Oh, good, good answer. answer. Good answer. Good answer. I, like that. I feel, I feel slightly better about this so far. Okay, Dan. What about you, Charles? We haven't even asked the boys, being a bit sexist. Will you be all right shaving your hair? Because you look like you take up a lot of pride in it. <laughs> um, I'll have to think about it when it happens. Okay. Oh, okay, all right. so it's not a no. All right, Dan. Well, Charles also has a girlfriend, so she might not want him to have a shaved head. I wouldn't yeah. want, you know, no. my husband to do a. a What's shocking haircut? Charles, mm, that's also true. Charles has got the uh, the hair of uh, Taylor Lautner. He does. Doesn't he? Mm. Just looks thank like, you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you with the question mark, I think. <laughs> All right, should we get the show on the road? All right, Dan, <laughs> spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. <laughs> spin this thing up, eh? Okay. Right, let's spin the wheel. In three, two, oh, one. It's not even me. Wow, that's going to land on a boy after all this. Oh, it's a good spin from Bex there. Smooth spin. Great commentary, Dan. We're still going. We're still going. So we've got our best man on the job here. And it has landed on Ellie. Oh, Ellie. Ellie. Okay, so Ellie is in in the other couple, obviously. Come on the air, Ellie. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, now I I reckon we give you some time to think about this, but what are your initial thoughts? Absolutely not. And I'm going to be letting Phil down. But but that's understandable. No one is going to hold that against you, Ellie. You're not going to shave your hair for the chain smokers. Where is your commitment to the chain smokers? I would do it if it meant I won. Yeah, that's a good point. Then I could get a wig, but... No? I might not True. win. I'm not doing it. Uh, do you not love the chain smokers? <laughs> <laughs> the chain smokers wouldn't shave their head for the chain smokers. What, what if it was Beyonce? Side of stage with Beyonce, would you shave your head? Only if I was guaranteed it. That's no, that's fair enough. You She's walk, wise. You walk out of here with a shaved head and, and no side of stage at a concert. So, the, so, so just to make it official, um, Ellie, you're saying you're out of the competition, you're out of the stink pit. <laughs> Get some fresh air. Get some fresh air. <laughs> Have a shower. And, and continue on with your life without us in it. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Oh, oh, well, we're going to be sorry to see you and Phil leave the competition. Phil, any last words from you from the Chain Strangers stink pit? Oh, it was a pretty good comp- competition. Uh, totally respect Ali's um, decision. Well, so, Phil. yeah, wise move. Phil's the, uh, the tractor driver from uh, Fakatana, aren't you, Phil? Oh, yeah, I am. What a, what a, what a guy. Yeah. He walked in here yesterday and I was like, that's a gentleman. Yeah, Even he though he's coming to a singlet in the freezing cold weather, <laughs> he's a mad dog, but he's a gentleman. Uh, well, well done, Well Phil. done, guys. It's been uh, great having you guys hang around in your, in your stink pit for a couple of days, and uh, we wish you all the best. Hey, go and hey, have, go have a shower and forget this ever happened. Can I say something? Oh, they may not be leaving with uh, chain smokers tickets, but they're leaving with their dignity. That's right, Dan. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you added that wisdom in. Yes, we've only got Celine and Charles left oh, in the chain strangers. Where is this thing going? Well, if just, we're getting them to shave their head now, we get, I don't know what they've got planned I, I tomorrow. Heard, I heard the hardest competition uh, starts tonight at 7.30. They've got to watch an entire hour of John and Ben on TV. Oh. That's going to be tough. That is going to be very tough. <laughs> I don't think they'll be able to do that one. <laughs> John and Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Well, 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 we have had a lot of correspondence on our Facebook page over the last 24 hours because there was a Facebook post done by SPCA Nelson yesterday and people have been alerting us that they've got two new little cats. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the cat that Ben ran over on the way to... <laughs> no, not that cat. I was like, not that scandal. Also, no, thankfully, that hasn't got out. The, the weirdest part... Was it a cat or a dog? I can't remember. <laughs> it was a cat. I, I remember cat, instead yeah. of, like... Shut up, Instead of, like, trying to get rid of it, he, like, flung it no, around his head like a lasso. It didn't ha- that didn't happen. And, you said, I, I hate and cats the tail came anyway. animals. You know I love animals, and that didn't happen. Now he's got fluffy handcuffs made out of that cat's tail. Oh, jeez. No, but SBCA Nelson have had two cats dropped off to them, and the cat's names 
are Jono and Ben. Is mine bald? Mine better be bald. One of those hairless ones that Dr. No. Evil had. Yeah, those ugly they're cats. Both, they're both fluffy cats. Mm, uh, he's already Jono, better than me. you're a fluffy tabby cat, and Ben, you're a fluffy black cat that definitely looks real paranoid. So it <laughs> look, is that does like look you. like Ben. That's the cat version of Ben. Look at him. So, he's like, like, what's going to go wrong? Something's going to go wrong. Something's happening. Something happening. Someone, someone's going to accuse me of running over a cat. <laughs> the funny thing is, though... I went with, with dicks, so that's why I'm always on edge. The funny thing is, though, that... Um, the descriptions of these cats actually are really similar to John and Ben in real life. So I'll, I'm going to read you the description for each cat that's up for adoption at SPCA Nelson. Could you uh, play my special cat music? Thank you. This one is about Ben. Ben is brother to Jono and is rather a handsome boy. Hold on, can I stop here? These are, these are sound effects you came out with. So let me just clarify. This is a cat. This is someone writing the ad in the cattery. <laughs> oh, in the, I, was, I thought yeah. it was a cat typing with its paws. Okay, no, no, now this is someone writing in the cattery. Oh, right. I you can maybe turn it down a little bit. <laughs> okay, so now the scene is set. Thank okay. you, Sharon. I was very confused about what they were. <laughs> here is It's not a cat typing, ad. by the way, okay? Okay. The cat's ben enjoying is, the typing? Shush! <laughs> ben is brother to Jono and is a rather handsome boy. I'll take he has that. a beautiful coat that will require the odd brush to keep it looking great, which is correct, same as your hair, Ben. Yeah. Ben is a... Sorry, that cat's a bit sad. That one really wants to type. <laughs> ben is a lovely boy, a little on the quiet side, but is looking for someone to love. Can you give Ben a loving home? Oh, that's lovely. Real cute. Lovely ben. Okay, where's this mine? Is, this is Jono's cat ad. Manky old thing. These are Desperate re- for a home, that's me. These are real cats. You oh, can that's adopt about me, not the well. cat. No, you can <laughs> adopt these actual cats called Jono and Ben from SPCA Nelson. This is Jono's ad. Jono is around six to seven months old. He arrived here with his brother, Ben. Jono is a sweet boy who likes a bit of attention and definitely loves a good hard pat. I do. I do. I love attention and a pat. You have to pat me every day. He purrs. He purrs when you do it right. He has a beautiful coat which will require the odd brush to keep him looking handsome, but he does tend to molt quite a lot. Is Jono the cat He's you? definitely, the real Jono's definitely molted quite a lot. But these cats sound exactly like you. Now, well, does that cat suffer from conjunctivitis? No, but no, it sounds exactly. like it's got a bit, a bit of alopecia like you. He's a cute cat. That is a cute Okay. Well, so why I'm are you doctor, get... mate, if you think he's so cute? Okay, okay. I'm allergic to cats. Are you? Yeah, I get, all... I get rashy. I do, I get rashy. Can I also just, uh, I don't want to cause a fight, um, mm. but both of these pictures have got quite a lot of likes. Um, would you like to know which cat's got more likes than the other cat? Well, <laughs> don't, don't divide us, Sharon. Yeah, don't divide us. Yes, we want to know. Me and the Ben para- uh, cat both look quite paranoid about things, so... <laughs> The Jono cats had 81 likes. Thank you. And the Ben cat has 80 likes. No, no likes. No likes. Oh, Ben. Looks like Jono and going to get separated. Oh, oh, help out the poor cat. Yeah. Help out if the you cat. Want, you want to get the cats, um, how can you uh, go get the cats from the SPCA and Nelson? Yep, just contact them, I guess. I yeah. don't work there, mate. <laughs> I'll give you one of the 81 people that want my cat, mate. Oh, come on, help out, help my cat. Poor little Ben. Give, give us a call if you, if you do um, do the nice thing and, and take, take them and give them a nice home. Adopt them together, though. Yeah. You know, get both the cats. They want to hang These out together. These pussies don't do. like to be separated. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Now, big, a lot of people talk about politics at the moment, aren't they? Politics everywhere, election coming up, and oh, uh, yeah. lots of changes going on in the political parties. You're right, yeah. There's a bit of this, a bit of that going on, a bit of hoo-ha, a bit of up the old... 
the old uh, clinker, isn't it? Oh, a lot twi- of trouble. Twitter's getting, Twitter's getting full on if you have a political opinion on there or Facebook. People are going mental. But uh, the big news yesterday um, was that the Green Party lost their leader drama. Yeah, Materia today, who uh, said, uh, well, she openly admitted that she, uh, when she was on the benefit, was ripping off the uh, the benefit system like a, mo- a lot of people do. Uh, and, uh, I mean, who hasn't ripped off the benefit system? Uh, <laughs> okay, maybe just me. All right. Okay, I might have to stand down soon too. <laughs> and also then her family was getting bullied and stuff like that, yeah. so she kind of had to step away, which and is pretty she, sad. And then someone got some dirt on her for doing election fraud. When she was 19, she said she wanted to vote for her friend, basically cast a joke vote for her friend in a the McKillicuddy Serious Party, which was a joke party. Right. But then she lied about where she lived so she could cast that vote, so that was the other thing. <sighs> really feels like a mountain's been made out of a molehill, but anyway, what we'd like to do with these sort of situations is uh, is open up our fictitious talkback radio station and and put unsuspecting punters into the middle of a talkback radio show. They think they have to be there as the reporter. They think they're live on air. I'll be your, your giggly sidekick, Ben. Hello, welcome to Fred's here. How can I help? Uh, sorry, what was your name? Star. Star, fantastic. Exactly who I'm after. It's Jonathan here from Talkity Talk Radio for your live interview. Hello. I'll put you I'll put you through to the studio for the interview. No worries. Talkity Talk Radio. We pretend we aren't racist by saying some of our best friends. Welcome back to the program. Of course, the Green Party has taken a big hit, and here with the latest is our political reporter star. Hello, how's it going? Great. Now just uh wondering, what are your thoughts on this resignation? Um different. Uh, the latest polls, of course, uh, showing the Green Party in a bit of a free fall. Do you think uh, that will pick up come election time? I really, really hope so. And what is your opinion on Bill English? I heard that he's been uh, stealing spaghetti from the Parliament kitchen. Have you heard anything on that? Well, no, but I certainly hope he isn't stealing anything. Well, that's that's the word we're hearing on the street. Crikey, that's our Prime Minister, huh? Yep, that's him. <laughs> speaking, of word on, then. speaking of word on the street, can you tell us uh, what the eyewitnesses are saying on the scene right now? Mm. Okay, cool. So we're in the salon at the moment <laughs> and we have quite a few clients around out and about. I'm just taking off the desk so that the lunch la- so that our front of house can have a lunch break. Okay, and that is... How do, how, I'm not sure how that's the eyewitness on the resignation, but it sounds like a very busy salon. What's, what's happening outside the shop at the moment? Uh, the, the, the scenes outside the shop, explain them to us. At the moment, it's very, very damp and wet. Typical Invercargill. Do, do your, your classic uh, news sign-off for at the end of our um, uh, news interview. Hey, thanks for calling. <laughs> That's the classic sign-off. That's the classic sign-off. Hey, thanks for calling. Yes, no worries. John O'Ben and Sharon here from The Edge. Hello. You've just been on the radio. Oh, wow, thanks again. On the radio. Yes, you, th- you thought you were on the radio, but now you're on the radio. You're on the actual radio. Good on you, Star. Awesome. Thank you so much. What was your full name? Uh, my full name is Star Melody Power. Star, Star Power? That is yeah, a, man. That your is name is Star name. Power. As in Star Power, that's my full name. That is the best name I've ever heard in my life. Is it it (laughs) your birth name or have you changed it? Yeah, no, that's what I was born with. My parents weren't even hippies, believe it or not. Wow. What what are your siblings' names? Uh, Peter, John and Cindy. Oh, not as cool as Star Power. I thought it was going to be like (laughs) Hydro and uh, Wind. I mean, Peter. You definitely suit your name because you've bought hot fire to Talkie Talk Radio this afternoon. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Your telly show tonight doesn't go well, did it? What do you mean? 
Well, you guys are trying out different jobs, is that correct? Well, basically we figured that um, the TV job's not going to be around for much longer. Oh, I'm glad you finally figured that out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's becoming a reality. You know? Slowly, slowly our swipe cards start to stop working every second day and like, we're getting the message. So we're looking for a backup plan on the TV show, so each week we thought we'd try our hand at a job to see if we can get that on the CV, see if it could be something that we might want to do. And tonight we try courier driving, and we thought we'd be alright with that. But we weren't great, were we? No, career driving's bloody hard. Stressful. It's very stressful. It's stressful to steal the packages and not feel guilty oh, about it. Yeah. We stole a lot of stuff. We dumped a lot of packages. And well, uh, you, yeah, look, I've got a bit more moral compass than you, but you were just... You could have stopped me. You could have stopped me. You and your morals could have stopped me from dumping packages in the bush. To. Well, because there was a the thing is that when you're a courier, it's basically being like a personal trainer that's also a taxi driver because you got to like lift and run and oh, it's do stre- things all day. It's stressful. It's like, oh, these people want this there in 30 well, minutes. Out, yeah. And these people want the... He was running orange lights and stuff, you know, and I was like, just... Yeah. The, the thing is... You get the annoying thing is, as a courier, now I can uh, sympathise uh, with the <laughs> industry. Four hours. <laughs> as a courier, you go to an area, you drop off a package, mm-hmm. you back in your car, you're over the other side of town. Then you got to, Then someone wants a package delivered back to the area you've just no, been in. And you're everywhere. Like, Come on, What's we were just there? in this area. Why would you? And no one understands that. Like I, I now, I have a lot of respect for the couriers. Yeah. A lot of respect for yeah. the courier so game. So if you guys were doing a job, like doing the job for like a day or whatever, how come you only lasted four hours? Well, no, we got for, well because I was dumped packages. We got called back to base. You broke a package. I broke a package. What? Got called back to base. Got called back to deadline couriers and Carl. He ate the bottom out of muffins. Like we were delivering muffins, and he's like, "Oh, here's a good trick." And he opened up the muff, the bottom of the muffin, took that little, you know, the, the paper cake, bit, the boring part, the paper bit off. Had a bite underneath and then put the paper back on. So you got fired on your first day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a handful of things that maybe <laughs> might have been frowned upon by the courier industry. And you just got fired by association. Yeah, by association, yeah. Have you, have you been fired on the first day of any job? No. First day firings. Now, oh, there's there's a, there's, that's, that's, that's a good topic. We should do that. It was, oh, wait, under the edge. You've been fired on the first day of a job. There is someone that uh, got fired on their first day here at, uh, years and years ago. It was their first day, and they were like a roadrunner out on the street. Yeah. And uh, they didn't realise that the boss had gone down to, like, because sometimes the boss likes to turn up and see how good the roadrunners are. What an asshole boss that is. And uh, <laughs> they, this person hadn't met the boss and went down and uh, was asking questions about the radio station, and instead the person uh, said how much they hated the radio station and they loved like a different one and they were oh, gone so really? the next morning <gasps> next morning they got bought in and got told if you love that radio station so much you can go work there and got fired great play by the boss but can i say that boss needs more hobbies in their life but i think <laughs> Honestly, he does. i think he's got more hobbies now hey how are the edge you've been fired on the first day from a job give us a call hey why not why not text us as well hey lane where, where did you get fired on your first day uh so uh I, I didn't actually uh, I didn't actually get fired, but uh, I I got a job working in a call centre, and uh, I went to go in for for my first day on the job, and I got there and the, and the whole place was locked, and I, I I don't know what was happening, so I called I called the manager, and um, he said, oh look we we we're actually shut, we've, we've been shut down with further notice, and uh, turned out they got shut down by the uh, serious fraud office. What? So the, the job I was really happy to get turned out to be a dud and I had to go look for another job. Oh, really? Suspicions weren't raised when they wanted to hire you as a full-time paper shredder? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been the first giveaway. Full-time paper shredder and document burner? <laughs> that sounds like a good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Christian? Why were you fired on the first day? Oh, well, pretty awkward. That was... Uh... 
uh, working in like a book tree aisle of uh, packet safe, and then the boss off duty was asking about a piece of meat. I was just like, oh, well, you know, go to Countdown, their, their stuff's better. He was like, oh, okay, is that true? I was like, yeah, yeah, way better. And then called in the next day of the office, and it was just like, oh, got some tough news for you. Oh, he was so dark. Did he come in no, as an, like a as, mystery shopper? Was he an undercover boss? Yeah. And you oh, said go yeah. to Countdown, the meat's been... <laughs> oh, jeez. That is not a good start, Yeah, when Christian. you get called, called into the stick man's office at the pack and save, you know you're in big trouble, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Donna, what was your first day firing? Oh, I, um, I was... My first day was... Um, I'd never had any experience as a waitress, but I took this job and I had a full plate of glasses and I was uh, serving a table... And they fell. They fell all over the customer's lap. Oh, I've done that before when I was a waiter. That's awkward. Did you try and clean it up? Because Jono did this once, and he uh, spilled a milkshake all over a woman's crotch. That's and right. Then, we're doing waitering in LA. And then tried to like moisten it up with the serviette. Tried to make it better, like with a napkin and a groin area. <laughs> it was. He it's made odd. it worse. It seemed like the polite <laughs> thing to do. Dab in her genitals seemed like the polite thing to do at the time. I'm a good waiter. And this is why Jono's not allowed to go back to America. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I didn't do that, no. Well, there's your commitment to the job. If you're not doing that for the customer, don't expect to come back on day two. Well, they didn't ask you back. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Good to be back on the radio because it stops Jono from playing us crappy internet videos. Hey, I like playing... He just playing. showed us this, this video <laughs> that he just found called Charlie Bit My Finger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. He's just discovered the internet, our Jono. Guys, there's this new dance coming out called Gangnam Style. <laughs> I reckon it's going to take off if you uh, ask no, me. This week oh, on the dear. show we're doing... Gangnam Style. <laughs> That's how the song goes. <laughs> Thank you. Sure Musical sweet. Mission Impossibles. Uh, each day one of us gets a challenge that has 24 hours to complete. Then Nick Minute. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to punch you in the, in the balls. Then Nick Minute, whatever. <laughs> Nick Minute, we try You'll and do it. You'll be kicked off this show, Jonathan. Oh, okay, God. all right. Okay, my data references aside, it's been a fun week. It has. It, now let's recap it. Shall we? Do you oh, want to okay, recap it? you want to play your trumpet okay, solo Okay, because you love going back in time. Yep. So far on our Musical <laughs> Mission Impossible, there's been a distinct lack of music and a lot of the impossible. It started with an attempt from Jono, a.k.a. Donald Trumpet, to play the trumpet. I just learned there's a new button on this trumpet and I released it and literally three gallons of saliva just came oh, pouring out of it. It wasn't pretty. A lot of saliva has been yeah. poured into this. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, the drums, they swing low. Good luck. And the trumpets, they go. <laughs> So as you can hear there, it didn't get off to the best start, did it? Day two was yodelling. That was the task set for Sharon. But just like Jono's trumpet, she blew it. He told me to yodel, 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 yodel. No, I'm not having this. You can't the challenge, the challenge this. was not to come on here and laugh in the face of yodelling. <laughs> so there you have it. The New Zealand Herald said it was an embarrassment to the world of yodelling, which is already an embarrassment, let's be honest. So congratulations, Sharon. But now, with just two musical missions left and just 24 hours to go, please welcome, playing the Game of Thrones theme tune, me, Producer Dan. Me. Thanks, Producer oh, Dan. There you go. <laughs> Introduce yourself there, Thanks, producer, producer Dan. Dan. That's all right, Producer Dan. Okay, okay. so we're going to hear the... Do we have the original or what it sounds like when someone plays it nicely? Yeah, here we go. So you're going to play the violin parts of the Game of Thrones theme song. Now, I'll be honest. Spoiler alert. 
because I know there's a lot of spoiler alerts around Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, this is probably going to be atrocious. <laughs> yeah, now it's not going to sound obviously as grand as that. Oh, just don't got... put yourself down, yeah, Dan. Come on, one that... man playing one violin. Yeah, well, you don't have the backing of the orchestra, so we'll give yeah. you that. Okay. And remember, if you want to um, follow the practices of these journeys, yeah. uh, go to our Instagram, at Edge Afternoons. Okay, here there's we go. some weird stuff going down when Dan was practising. You right? You feeling good? Yeah, oh, I'm a bit nervous now. Man, the violin really gives here. you a triple chin, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> And, um, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> yeah, everyone go. looks great with the violin under their do. chin, don't they? Here we go. Here you go, so, producer Dan playing. So I've sort of broken it down into two bits. Okay, so this is the intro. Okay, here we okay. go. Okay, good luck, Dan. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'll just start again. <laughs> hey, can't you start? Have you started? I don't want to be picky. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit louder. Just a little bit louder. <laughs> I've only got one volume. Okay, just... just like, I've, it sounds like a little, mouse, a little mouse is playing the violin. <laughs> Just a little bit louder, please. Stuart, oh little God. stop by. Stop it! Okay. Stop yelling at me! You tiny little violin. Come on, Stuart, okay. little. Okay, here, here we go. go. Just, here we go. Okay. <laughs> if you could just be better this time, that'd be great. Game of Thrones quite a vigorous, sort of aggressive show, but play very nicely. <laughs> Vanessa May doesn't have to put up with oh, this sort sorry, of thing. Sorry, <clears throat> Come on, you can do it. I'm doing it! <laughs> That's not... Why are you doing it so okay, fast, though? Okay, now that's the first bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay so where's the rest? My favourite part of the theme song is when they talk in the middle of it. Then you go, I'm doing it! I'm doing it! And then they go, right, that's the first bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> always my favourite bit of Game of Thrones. Okay, sure. <laughs> now this is the second bit. This is oh, the tricky bit. He's a very angry Beethoven, uh, yeah, isn't he? This is a minefield, this bit. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's so many strings involved. Well, so yeah, because we on a violin, mate. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> Face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it! I'm doing it! And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, It's not bad. Not I'll bad. give that, for effort, yeah. you get an eight. That is, you, you tried you to learn it. You get an eight. Your face gave it a two. No, I think it was the best. That was probably the best effort thus well far. Done, well done, Well done. On the edge. This week on the show, we're doing musical mission impossibles. Each one of the members of the show have had a challenge 24 hours to complete something in the musical world. It started mm. on Monday. Jono, you had the trumpet solo. Sharon, you had yodeling. And yesterday, producer Dan had to play Game of Thrones on the violin in oh, 24 hours. Don't say that now. He's going to play it again. Okay, here he goes. Oh, here we go. You do the first little bits. You're okay. actually quite good. You kind of got. Yeah. Very quiet as we And then it goes to shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. You look like a confused beaver mm. when you're playing. He's kind of got his tongue sticking out but folded over and tucked in. You look like you're concentrating. So good effort, Dan. Well done. It's John Ben and Sharon's musical Mission Impossible. Okay. Okay. Where were those compliments for my yodeling? Well, you didn't take it seriously. Your yodeling I did was take it seriously. I tried really hard. It was a disgrace. Yodeling is hard. And I was laughing because Ben was laughing. I wouldn't be surprised if the yodeling community meet you downstairs in the garage and take you out in a they did in a catchy fashion while you know, yodeling. I yodeling. heard if you yodel badly, a yodeler dies somewhere well, in the world. I know I've been held accountable for that today, but it is time for Ben. You yodel badly once, five yodelers die. That's the rule. <laughs> it is Ben's turn now for a twenty-four hour musical Mission Impossible. This has been actually chosen by the girls in the office, and I'm going to tell you it is one iconic musical challenge. So, <sighs> Benjamin Boyce, it's the bit where Magic Mike <laughs> yeah. does his angle. Grinder routine. <laughs> oh, why don't we think of that? That would have been good. Anyway. 
mate. Good luck, Benjamin. Okay, so I'm opening up my envelope here. Half the, half the routine would be Ben trying to figure out how to work the angle grinder. <laughs> Dear Ben, you're right, this font is quite confusing, isn't it? Mm. But anyway, your musical impossible, if you choose to accept it, is to comp- commit to memory and perform Kevin G's mathletic rap from Mean Girls. Yes, this is an iconic scene part of Mean hours, Girls. Good luck. So uh, if you don't, if you've seen the movie Ooh. Mean Girls, you'll know who Kevin G is, and he performs this rap at the talent show. It is iconic. Uh, here's a little bit of it for you, Ben. Yo, yo, yo! All you sucker MCs ain't got nothing on me. From my grades to my lines, you can't touch Kevin G. I'm a mathlete. So nerd isn't bird, but forget what you heard. I'm like James Bond the third. Shush, shake and not stirred. I'm Kevin the poor. The G silent when I sneak in your door. Make love to your woman on the bathroom floor. I don't play like Shaggy. You'll know it was me. Because the next time you see her, she'll be like, oh, Kevin G. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. <laughs> oh, damn. Have you seen Mean Girls before? Yeah, yep, yep. And um, I, well. It's I'm, Kevin G to Benny B tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh, God, that's good. So I've got I've to gotta memorize this. You've got you've to be able to perform it just as good as Kevin G did on Mean Girls. Oh, jeez. Okay. Except you won't have the two geeky sidekicks uh, marching behind you. So maybe you watch Mean Girls no, again. No, there'll be definitely two geeky people beside <laughs> her. I can vouch for that. We'll be here tomorrow. Okay. Maybe watch Mean Girls tonight and give it a crack and see if you can remember it. Okay. All right. I'm going to be doing this. This is going to Okay. The this best part, tomorrow. The best part is going to be you uh, faking it at the end, pretending to be the girl that remembers Kevin G. <laughs> That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.